This is episode seven with Katherine Rickert. Intro. Girl, you are one complex individual. And this makes it hard sometimes to line up all the different areas of our lives. You know, your relationships, your mothering, your business, your health, your self-care. And when things are misaligned, your entire life is affected. Today, Katherine Rickard is going to talk to us about how she uses the power of alignment to get the things she wants out of life and experience real happiness while doing it. Are you here for it, mama? Don't go anywhere. Keep listening. You've just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast, where we care and share with a whole lot of flair on all things business, branding, raising babies, and everything in between. Because let's face it, being a busy lady is a whole situation, especially when you've got big dreams and you're brilliant at what you do. We're going to get right over here, okay? On this show, we'll talk about building an excellent, sustainable, and profitable brand, raising babies while raising your empire, the power of faith while we flex our hustle muscles, and girl, finding our true rhythm in the midst of all the hats that we wear. Oh, yes, we are creating our most authentic lives over here. I am so glad you showed up today. Here's to you, sis. Let's get it. Hello, 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 ladies and few gentlemen that might be listening. I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the Brittany Smith podcast. Um, We have a treat for you today. We are talking about the power of alignment in our lives, how it affects us in business, how it affects us in our personal life, how it affects our ability to bring the magic, right? That's one of the one of the key words that our guest is going to kind of talk to you about today. Um, and so we want to talk about the power of alignment. I'm super excited because you guys, we are all multifaceted. Uh, and sometimes when all of our facets are doing their own thing. Life can get a little haywire. Um, And so Catherine, her name is Catherine Rickard. She is going to talk to us today about how to get all of those things together and use our power um, for the better. So Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored to be here with you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. Like this is completely my passion to talk about aligning your life and I'm walking, talking proof of making that happen and going from a place of chaos and burnout, literally to ease. Like there's no other way to describe it. My life is easy. It's joyful and it's abundant. So, I mean, who doesn't want that, right? (laughs) That sounds good to me. Easy and abundant. That sounds like Mm -hmm. a great combination, (laughs) especially for a mompreneur. Exactly. Uh, Yes, ma'am. So tell us what exactly you do. You guys, her title is like loaded. It's like she does a lot (laughs) just with the title that she has. So tell us what you do and break it down for those of us who have never heard of this and um, make it really plain for us today, what you do and how you serve your people. I absolutely would love to do that. So I have dubbed myself an intuitive soul alignment and mindset mentor. And I've actually spent the last year in my business coming to a place where that title really resonates with me. Um, So I actually was in the public education system as a teacher for 16 years. And I have taught everything from grade one to grade nine. I worked for the last four years of my uh, career as a special education coordinator. So I really focused on all those kiddos um, who had 
extra needs in school, whether it was severe or moderate needs. Um, and I really had to be in a place where I was coordinating connections. I was connecting services to families and connecting moms to support groups and connecting teachers to, um, I guess, aid and how to, how to best serve these kids in their room and stuff. Right. And so connection has always been something that has been super important in my life. And I'm basically still doing the same thing. I've just shifted gears because unfortunately, as passionate as I am about teaching public education causes burnout in those of us who are empaths and who are workaholics. <laughs> I like to call myself a recovering workaholic. Um, <laughs> so really, I, I found myself in this place of burnout and I knew I needed to shift and I needed to shift for my own kids because I was pouring everything that I had into all of these other people's children and other people's families. And I was coming home and having nothing left to give my own to. So that didn't sit well with me. I wanted to be a mom more than I wanted to be anything else my whole life. And here I was with these two beautiful babies who I didn't have patience or time or energy for. And so it's funny because the reason I call myself intuitive is for many reasons. I actually, I, you know, I've, I've gone through, um, I have a really strong intuition. I always have had ever since I was a kid. The problem is I didn't always trust it. And really probably five years ago is when I started my personal development journey for myself and developing some of these abilities a little bit stronger. So I've taken several, um, several classes on personal development and healing past trauma and all of that kind of thing. And on top of that, I learned some energy work. I've, I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um, I've taken advanced uh, Akashic records courses, which I'll explain later. And um, it's really just helped connect me to my own intuition, connect me to my higher self and connect me to that path of alignment that I was really, really searching for. Um, so it, it's been a beautiful journey the last few years. And as I progressed in my journey, I realized that something needed to change, but I didn't know how to make that happen because my whole life I have spent being a people pleaser and making sure that I was looking after everyone else. And I didn't know how to say no. And I didn't know how to quit a job that I was a really good at <laughs> and B provided me with a solid foundation for um, wealth and um, really, I guess, just comfort. Like I knew I was going to be taken care of. I had medical benefits. I had a pension set up, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what we're taught in life is like you work hard to like get to a place where later in life you'll be secure and taken care of. So and can so I, can I just jump in real quick? Sure. <laughs> so you, you just said something major that I think all of us who are listening right now can identify with one. You said you had a hard time saying no. Mm -hmm. um, and then two, even being faced with the challenge of needing to let go of something that was seemingly good, right? Like you said, yep. you're good at it. You are comfortable financially, you're, you know, your family's needs were being met, but there mm -hmm. was still a disconnect for you. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand yeah. percent. And so it really, it, it took me the best part of three years to be able to shift from that, from that wow. space. And the only reason that I was able to do that is because 
Well, two reasons I feel. Number one, uh, I have manifested it. (laughs) I had written and spent time journaling about what I want my life to look like, what I wanted it to feel like, what I wanted to have materialistically as well as um, a career. And I've really spent time trying to take aligned action to get to that place. And I did that through investing in myself. I started taking courses for things that interested me. And I started, you know, um, really dedicating time to self-care and filling my own cup because I realized that in doing that, I then had more to give to the people that I loved the most. And the only thing that was missing was like I said, I was a perfectionist and I couldn't walk away from something that I knew I was good at. And so the universe conspired to help me out a little bit. My husband is a veteran and he actually was given a posting at the time. He was an active member of uh, the Canadian forces and he received a posting message. Now keep in mind, we had been in the same place for 15 years. That's a really long time to be posted in one location and never receive a message to leave beforehand. So I really truly feel like this was almost like a divine intervention of like, this is your permission. The universe is giving you permission to put in your resignation. And that opened up and just was like a floodgate of everything for me, everything aligned. Like there has been no regrets in putting my resignation in his posting actually fell through. And that's why I believe it truly was nothing more than a sign from the universe to help me be able to, to shift the way that I wanted to shift. And so his posting was delayed three months, then it was delayed another two months. And then he ended up actually getting medically released from the military, which is something that had been on the go for a while, but it seemed like there was no end in sight. So not only did my life shift for the better, but he was able to get out and is now working in his dream job. So it like, it worked out perfectly for both of us. Ooh, that is, <laughs> that's, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it amazing. Really um, so it sounds like also though, um, I know you were mentioning that it seems like things just lined up out of the blue, but there was also some action on your end, um, some required action on your end to actually walk into it and step into it. Um, You know, we can be presented with these possibilities and these opportunities, but if we don't uh, embrace it, if we don't say yes to it, um, it could still turn out to be quite the um, I, I want to use this. I'm trying to think of a word for like, there's friction, you know, when you're kind mm-hmm. of like rebelling against the thing that's saying, come on, come on. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> so, fighting, like being in a boat and trying to paddle upstream absolutely. instead of just going with the current. <laughs> absolutely. So, so tell us about that, uh, that yes, that you had to kind of give yourself right because you struggled with saying yes to your dream and saying yes to leaving and saying yes to the life that you wanted um so tell us about that transition that that happened you know before you finally just said you know what I'm doing this yeah so honestly it it really came to a point where I was in a place of I didn't have another choice I couldn't stand the way that I felt in my job Like physically, it was like I was exhausted all the time. So I had all of these physical symptoms. I was triggered so easily by everything and everyone. Um, I was just in survival mode. Like I felt... I felt like I was doing a, like um, a half job at like everything, whether it was my work, being a wife, being a mother, being a friend, 
I w- I didn't even make my own priority list to be doing anything half for myself, but um, it was really at that point. And some people call that a breakdown, but I like to call it a breakthrough because that's exactly what happened. And so, you know, I got to this place where I just, I couldn't stand being in my own skin, but every part of me didn't feel like I was worth it. And, you know, that has come from years and years of conditioning and, you know, childhood trauma and all the rest of it. And I think there's so many of us women, especially that kind of get stuck in that truth. It feels like a truth, although it's not, but it feels like a truth for us that, you know, we don't deserve it because when we, when we do things for ourselves, well, then we feel guilty because we're leaving our kids or we're not spending time with our husband or whatever we're spending money on ourselves that, you know, could be going to other things. And it, it really, it's really a struggle. It's an internal struggle for many of us, I think. But when you get to the point of burnout, um, it really pushes you to realize that like, I either need to shift or I'm going to end up in the hospital. I'm either going to end up with a mental breakdown or I'm going to physically end up in the hospital because I'm draining myself so much that I just can't actually continue to go on. And so I ended up in my doctor's office and I literally sat down and he asked me like, what's going on? Why are you here? And I opened my mouth to talk. And the only thing that came out was uncontrollable sobbing. And it really like he held space for me. Thank goodness. He held space for me and allowed me to just let all of that out because it was the first time probably since both of my kids had been born that I actually felt like I was being listened to. And as a mom, life is hard. And like my husband's been supportive. Don't get me wrong, but like kids change relationships. And I think we can all attest to that. Yes. And the combination of the kids and just life stress in general and you know his own stuff that he had on the go with being unhappy in his work and my unhappiness in my work and everything else it's just this like volcano that eventually erupts and there's no there's no connection there's no connection intimately there's no connection on a soul level for understanding and validating each other there's no connection with communication, like it all just kind of falls apart. And that's sort of the place that we were at. So I just really felt like I didn't have another option. I had to do something to stand up for myself or my family was going to fall apart. And so in going to him and going to my doctor, I, I said to him, like, I don't know what I need, but I like, I need, I need a minute to breathe. And he tried to diagnose me with, um, anxiety and depression, which, you know, I, and I truly believe there's a place for this. And I, and I know that they are very real, very real diagnosis, but I also knew deep in my soul and trusting my own intuition that I was not depressed and I was not anxious. I just felt like in that moment, I didn't have any of the options on the table that I needed in order to, to pursue that aligned action that I knew I had to take to shift myself and my, and my lifestyle. And so I said, I I took his advice and I went to um, counseling, which was part of it. And I've done counseling my whole life because I think it's therapeutic. Um, But along with that, he also granted me uh, two weeks of stress leave. And in those two weeks, that's when I really started manifesting what I wanted in my life. Mm. And I started journaling about it. And I started searching online for support groups in my community and courses that I could take to try and heal some of this because I knew ultimately underneath 
you know, where some of this was coming from, but I was always too scared to like open up those shadows and have sure. a look at them. And so, sure. you know, like it, it is, like you said, there definitely needs to be that aligned action and purpose behind what happens. Like writing things on a piece of paper doesn't make it magically happen. Right. But right. if you can manage to find that magical spark inside of you and, and really, really tap into the power that you have inside of you, like magic can happen. Your, your inner, inner desires can a thousand percent become your outer reality. If you're willing to do the work and you're willing to take the steps and you're willing to pursue it and not give up on yourself. Wow. Absolutely. Um, and so you, you, you're really alluding to something very powerful right here in that when we are in these places of survival, when we're in these places of overwhelm and feeling alone, um, the common denominator is us mm-hmm. and we are the ones who can create our way out. We can create our solution. We can create our um, our answer, right? Um, you know, and like you said, starting with the spark that's on the inside of you. Yes, we need outside assistance. Yes, we might need a medication one day. Yes, we might need a support group one day. Yes, we might need you know clear blue waters and palm trees one day. <laughs> but it starts with the spark on the inside of you. You have to own that my reality is not what I want it to be, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to own the fact that you have the power to change it. Now it's not going to be easy because I I can imagine that, you you know, I can imagine that, you know, the story that you're describing, the times in your life that you're describing, they weren't easy by any means, but they were possible. And that's what you, you latched onto. There's a, there's, it's possible for me to get out of this. Exactly. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. And I think Um, there needs to be a little bit of that, like, you know, um, how do I describe it? Like inner positivity, like, and perseverance, like you have to have a little bit of that in order to make it work because taking that first step is honestly the hardest one. I promise you. Yeah. (laughs) And if you can manage to persevere and take that first step into following that intuition and following those nudges about what it is that you want to manifest in your life, then that's the hardest one. And once you take that first step, it's like permission for the universe to then start giving you exactly what you're asking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is awesome. (laughs) Um, So tell me, can you kind of dig into um, more specifically when you say the word alignment, like what does that look like Um, as a busy mom with a business kind of talk about what alignment really looks like so that someone who's listening, um, they may not know that their issue is that they're out of alignment, um, Mm -hmm. but kind of explain to us what that looks like um, so that someone listening can say, oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So alignment to me is a lot of things, but if I chunk it out into kind of big categories, um, really it's value mapping. What are your core values and are, is your life and your choices and your experiences aligning with those core values that you have for yourself. Um, I don't think that there's a lot of time these days spent on really tuning into yourself and asking yourself, you know, like what's important to me, what is important to me personally, what is important to my family unit? And are we doing things? Are we making financial choices? Are we making educational choices? Are we making 
whatever it can like simple as vacation choices that are aligning with these values that we hold dearly. And that was really um, something big for me. And exactly linked to that, not only do you need values, but you also need healthy boundaries, which is a complete downfall, especially for anyone like myself, who um, has really been part of this cycle of being a people pleaser. Because when you are brought up, as I was learning that, you know, it's kindness and love comes from action. It's like, if you, if you are being helpful and you are being of service, like that makes you a good person. Right. And so really kind of shifting that mindset and understanding, no, I'm a good person regardless of what my actions are. So what is important to me, I will then align that to those. I will align my actions to what's important to me. And then that will make me feel not only have I felt it from the inside first, but now my life matches what that feels like. And so creating those healthy boundaries and just really being confident enough to stand in your truth. And when people or situations come into your life that don't match those values, then it's a a lot easier to say no. And, and if you feel the need to justify yourself, because I will remind everyone that no is a complete sentence. And that's something that's very hard to learn. But if you feel the need to justify yourself, then you can easily do that if you're really anchored in your core values. Right, right. And so what I hear you saying is that um, self-awareness is a major part of this journey. Um, And so ladies, if you're listening right now and you're feeling overwhelmed, um, you know, it's kind of like losing weight. You know, you don't get the results without doing the work. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah. And so you're going to have to do some soul searching. You're going to have to make time to really sit and think about those core values, Um, make time and really sit and think about, you know, what do you like versus what don't you like? Um, One of the, the key pillars of my message is authenticity. You mm-hmm. cannot respond authentically if you don't know who you are at your core, Exactly. you know, and, and I, I like to start with exercises that are very simple and very basic, very surface, you know, do you like Pepsi or Coke? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you know yourself on that level that if someone comes to you with a major issue that you can be secure enough to say, I don't like that, or I don't want that, or you can feel secure enough to advocate for yourself or advocate for your family in a certain situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is key. It's kind of like one of the things that keeps us grounded as moms, as wives, as business owners, as sisters, as all the hats that we wear, um, your authenticity and your values are things that keep you grounded when life hits the fan, Um, you know, so that that this is awesome. Um, And and also too, just to kind of put a bow on alignment, I know that when you're overwhelmed with life, it feels like this. It's always something, you know, if the finances are good, then the car, something happens to the car. And if the car is good, then something happens to one of the kids. And if something happens, if the kids are good, then the marriage is funky. If the marriage is good, then, you know, you break a nail. It's like, it's always, (laughs) it's always something. Um, And so I also want to encourage our listeners to um, kind of, you know, make yourself a little pie chart. You know, and then there are examples of this and different theory, not theories, but different um, examples of this online where it's like, 
some people have like six pieces to the pie where it's like spiritual, financial, emotional, relational, like all those different things kind of make a list of areas um, and kind of give yourself, you know, a, a synopsis or a scale of one to 10. How satisfied am I with this area of my life? And then instead of trying to attack all the areas, because maybe all your areas are threes right now and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Choose one small thing that you can do to improve that area. Exactly. And keep track of that. And then as you, as those things become habit, then you can add to the list, but I need you all to hear that it's possible. Alignment is possible. Um, And so Catherine, tell us, you, you started out in the beginning saying how your life is happy and easy and joyful and all those things that we want. Um, So tell us, um, what, what is that? Like, what does that feel like? Like for you, what is your, what is, describe your joyful life? Like <laughs> help us get a glimpse of now that you have mastered these things or, or, you know, have gotten really good at these things. Um, what are some of the things that you're enjoying as a result? Literally everything. I I don't even know what else to say than literally everything. So it's really, um, I really love that you just described that as a pie chart, because that's ultimately like when I was saying baby steps, like that's where you have to start, right? And like, really focusing, like, what do I feel tuning into yourself? What do I feel that is like missing or that needs to improve so that happiness can come from within? Because I think a lot of us look outside, we look for that external happiness, right? But like, how are you creating your own happiness? That's really, that's really where it needs to start. And, you know, when I started doing that, um, my pie chart was very stacked um, for everyone else. Like I was very dedicated to my work. I was very dedicated to my relationships with other people and my family, but the spiritual aspect and my own personal well-being always fell to the side. And so that's kind of where, where I started. And I was probably at about a negative five (laughs) in those areas. And so, you know, I just really started, I had a conversation with my husband and I said, this is what I need. And so in, in being able to have that confidence and stand in your truth and speak up for what you need and want, um, it allows you to eventually get to this place. And so now like, you know, I truly feel balanced. Like, I mean, are there days that are hard? Of course. Do my kids fight like cats and dogs? Of course. Do I feel like a referee? Yes. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I also am in a place where I'm not triggered by that. So instead of responding back with anger, because my kids are fighting, I can be their sense of calm, and I can co-regulate with them. And I have enough of my own self looked after to be able to give that co-regulation to them. Right? That's really good. That's, I mean, that's, I feel like a downfall of a lot of us because that overwhelm and the chaos and the burnout that results from life really drains us. It drains our energy. It drains our ability to, to hold space for other people. Right. And ultimately being a parent, that's what you're doing. You're holding space for these little nuggets to like learn and explore and grow and turn into the person that they came to be. Right. And support them and educate them along the way. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's really no aspect of my life right now that, that feels hard. There's hard moments, right? There's a big difference between having hard moments and having a hard life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it sounds like what you're saying is in order for us to do all of our jobs and I'm putting jobs in air quotes, well, Mm -hmm. 
in order for us to do those things well, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to manage our feelings and emotions. We have to, um, you know, do the things that are required to make sure that we are even keeled, that make sure we're balanced, to make sure our tanks are full um, so that we can be that for other people, um, you know, and, and that's, that's major. And so, um, I guess we can kind of, kind of bring it full circle with this. Um, you mentioned journaling, um, Mm -hmm. and I know that self-care is, it's one of those terms that either you'll cringe or you'll (laughs) say, oh, okay. Yeah. Because you're doing it, but most of us are not. (laughs) So, um, talk to us lastly about, um, the power of journaling and how that's helped you. Um, and then you can kind of transition into what you have available for us today um, that can help us on our journey to alignment. Sure. So journaling, in my opinion, is really powerful. And I know there's people that don't really enjoy writing, same as they don't enjoy meditating or being quiet in their heads, because when you're quiet, that's oftentimes when your shadows start like poking at you, right? And so journaling can happen in many ways. Um, you can create like an audio journal. So make some voice notes, talk about how you're feeling, like talk it out if that's your method of madness, I like to say. So um, that way, like you, it can be a quick, uh, a quick release of those feelings that you're sitting with at the time. If you are a writer, um, one exercise that I find extraordinarily powerful is something called automatic writing. And basically Um, the short of it is that you kind of put yourself into a meditative state. So you find a quiet physical space and a quiet head space, and you just let your pen move on your paper or your fingers move across the keyboard, whatever resonates with you and write down whatever comes into your head. And it's very interesting to see some of the things that come through. And this is one way that I actually teach my clients on how to turn it, tune into their higher selves and how to create that connection and relationship with their intuition, because, you know, we get so, um, so conditioned to listen to outside sources as we grow up and like who is right and who's doing the right thing that we often forget how to listen to ourselves. And we ultimately know exactly what we need in order to pull our life back onto path and feel a little bit more balanced with everything. But um, there's always this internal struggle about listening to that. And so I really feel like through this automatic writing process, it gives us a beautiful way to connect to that um, with no repercussions because it's a journal. So you don't have to judge what comes to your head. You don't have to, it's not like you're making executive decisions at the time and you're having to, to really trust what, messages you're hearing it's it's an exercise in creating that relationship with your intuition and it's a very powerful one so i i love to to coach my clients on learning how to do that and learning to release the judgment and the fear and um lack of confidence and really embody their power in something like that awesome 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 so um so ladies as you're listening i want you to challenge yourself. I want you to give journaling a try. Um, I know that 
for some of us, like you said, some of us don't feel like writing. Some of us don't feel like we have time, but if Mm -hmm. you don't have time for yourself, you don't have time for anything. Okay. (laughs) And so, you know, part of what we're getting at with um, this, this episode, and even with, um, you know, the whole purpose of creating this space for busy mompreneurs is to bring your attention back to the fact that you need you have needs, you need help, you need support, you need encouragement, you need inspiration, you need motivation, you need training. So this is this is all about you. And so I really want you to try, even if it is five minutes a day, um, five minutes a week, maybe there's, you know, at the top of the week or at the end of the week, um, you know, just taking a moment to reflect mm-hmm. on how you felt you know, the things that happened, things that you need to resolve, you know, let's not take certain things into the following week. Like, I want you to really sit and think about these things, because it's important to your life. And it's going to make a difference. Um, Again, the more balanced you are, the more aligned you are, Mm -hmm. the people around you are affected, um, positively or negatively, depending upon, you know, which side of the the spectrum you're on. Um, So, this is so, 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 so good. So Catherine, tell us what you have to offer us busy mamas right now that will help us get our lives together. <laughs> Absolutely. So I actually, I, um, I have a Facebook group where I do a lot of, of free training on things like we were speaking about this morning and it's really where I give most of my free value. Um, so I would love to have anyone that feels pulled or resonated with our message today to pop into that group. It's called magical mindset on Facebook. And, um, that's where I have a lot of information. I also have, I'm in the works actually of coming up with um, a journal to create and and do things like this automatic writing and really put some of these um, practices that have really helped me into action. So um, I've got a rough draft ready to go, but it's not quite finalized yet. So, um, but I will be making announcements both in my group and on my website about when those, that is ready to go. And and it will be something that, um, will probably be a free offer, if not very low cost, like $7 or something like that. We like low Mm. cost. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Awesome. 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 Fantastic. So listen, ladies, now you heard she has a journal coming out. Do not wait for the journal to come out to start practicing your journaling. However, (laughs) make sure you go check out her Facebook group, um, A Magical Mindset on Mm -hmm. Facebook and make sure you connect with her. Um, You know, many of us coaches and mentors and guides out there have free content for you to really um, take advantage of. And so I want to encourage you to start there. Um, and make sure you visit her online. What's your website again? Uh, it's connectedwithcatherine.com. All one, awesome. all one word. Yep. Awesome. So visit her online at connectedwithcatherine.com. Do you have any final words of wisdom for us before we go? I just want to remind all of your listeners that you are a thousand percent worth it. You are worth it. You are worth investing in yourself. You're worth investing financially. You are worth it to invest time because you are the heart of your household. And if you're not okay, that's going to create a ripple effect in your life and in your business. So just really like, like Brittany said, if even if it's five minutes, set a timer. If it stresses you out that you're going to be spending too much time on yourself, set a timer for as long as you feel comfortable and, and make it happen because the sooner you start, 
I promise you the faster that the ball is going to roll and the easier your life is going to get. Awesome. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today on the Brittany Smith podcast. Um, This was definitely enlightening. Um, I know that those who are listening got something from it. Um, And we're going to be checking back. I want you guys to um, comment. I want you to post reviews. I want to know what you are taking away and what you're going to apply from today's episode. This is a a work episode. Okay. I want (laughs) you to do some work as a result of this. And then I want you to tell us about it um, in the comments and in the review section. Um, So listen, guys, every single week, we have a new episode of the show. I want you guys to come back next Tuesday. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Okay, so this episode just gave me license to go out and buy another journal just for my automatic journaling. Shout out to all my fellow pretty journal collectors and stationary hoarders. Today's episode reminded me that one, you gotta start small. And two, you gotta be kind to yourself in the process because small changes make a big impact. It's not about perfection. It's about intentionality and consistency. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Where are you gonna start? Let me know in the comments or review section or you can let me know in our Facebook group. You can do this, mama. Thanks for listening. Are you a mamapreneur looking for support and community around creating, cultivating, and monetizing your brand? Meet me over on Facebook in the Monetized Mamapreneur Society. Join the group because inside we've got trainings, Q&As, freebies, and connection with other mamas building brands and raising babies. Come on. You need to hang out with ladies who get down with backdrops, laptops, and baby bags. You know, head wraps, fruit snacks, and hustle. We want to support you in this mamapreneur life. So join the group, the Monetized Mamapreneur Society on Facebook. Do you need help with your branding, graphic design, websites, strategy, and ideas? I'm your girl because designing beautiful and profitable brands is my jam. And who doesn't want to work with a mama who loves her job? (laughs) Connect with me at Brittany and Smith on Facebook, Insta, and online at BrittanySmith.com. And lastly, If you're feeling our vibe on the Britney Smith podcast, subscribe to the show, leave a comment or review. New episodes are released every single week and I want to chat with you every single week. So mama, until next time, find your rhythm and enjoy the ride.